Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. My name is Charles Holmes, and today I'm here with Grace Spellman. And normally, we're the hosts of The Ringer Music Show. But today, we're taking over TV Concierge to discuss the winners and losers of the Super Bowl halftime show. Last night, the weekend performed. It was an extravaganza. Uh, maybe for some, it was everything they hoped. For me, it was uh, it was fine. But before we even get into that, I want to grace. Yo, how are you doing? Late night? Were you up eight? Lo- up late? <laughs> were you up late watching <laughs> the Super Bowl? <laughs> no. Okay. Want to know what I did? Is I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I was doing other things, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta watch the weekend." <laughs> and so, but I was like, but I was, I had been smoking before, and so I was like, so I was like, kind of high, and um, I watched the whole thing high, and not only that. <laughs> Instead of writing notes in my Google Docs, I did a voice memo of me just like narrating what was going on so I could transcribe it the next morning. So this morning I had to listen to me being like, whoa, <laughs> like into my voice. Was it? Did you wake up and you're listening to it? You're like, what in the world was I even talking about at this point? I, I was I woke up like not with like with like a with like a walk of shame but like I was definitely more pumped about it last night than I was this rewatching it this morning. <laughs> so so uh yeah before we get into like the winners and losers uh can you walk me through uh maybe your feelings on like your first reaction feelings of watching the the show last night the weekend's performance. Well, okay. So going in, like I know nothing. I we had done we had talked about the weekend briefly on our show in in an, on an episode, and I have I thought I only knew one song. Turns out I know more, but like I'm fresh. Like I I don't know much about the weekend. I first impressions were just like, wow, this is. It felt like a music video. It was just so. It was just their production was just. There's so much of it. Also, I would like to say, and actually not say, I would like to ask. But my first impression was I'm this was my fixation for the rest of the show was the audience was there or were they not there? Was there an audience at all? There definitely was an audience. It was it was it was it was weird because generally uh, Super Bowl halftime performers perform like in the middle of the field and he did go on the field eventually but it seemed like he was like up in the stands and then he was in some something when there he was performing through the lights the it was house. it was for a high person i would assume if you were like what is going on? i was like what is going on there was literally and i had the best part of it was when 
So like I, I like I had never seen the weekend. Like I, I he was performing and and it was like close up on his face. And I said I was like, wow, this is the closest I've ever seen the weekend. I don't think I've ever seen his face before. <laughs> and then thirty seconds later, he's holding the GoPro in front of his face, and I'm like, wait, no, this is the closest I've ever seen the weekend's face. He like grabs a GoPro and like goes inside like a hall of mirrors. Yeah, so I would say I would say on the Ringer Music Show, I'm the resident weekend fan. And um the weekend reportedly um spent seven million dollars on of his own money <gasps> on the show. Like, of course, like Pepsi helps pay for the production, but he he spent seven million of his own dollars to make this performance happen. And I think before the this performance, everybody was kind of wondering how does the weekend take his um very coked out horny yeah. vibes and and um transition it to a uh to a family friendly event quote unquote family friendly event so i would say the first winner in my category of uh last night is coke anthems because he had a lot of coke anthems like can't feel my face the hills uh he did them and i was like oh wow <laughs> we're thinking about doing cocaine at the super bowl it's lit <laughs> Could have phased me. I was just like, ooh, he looks like MJ. And I was just like, I was like, they're wearing masks. <laughs> like, if I was not, I I think I was a very good stand-in for like the average mom, the average dad, the average random person. I was just having fun because I didn't know that I couldn't understand what he was saying, first of all. Um, I was trying, I was like, because I remember our discussion, like, all right, how is he going to make this family friendly? Like, how is he going to de-sexify this? And I was like trying to hear the lyrics and I could barely, and I, I was just like a baby who was like, had uh, my, my parent was dangling keys in front of my face. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny because one of the first songs he sings, um, it was in that first batch is the hills. And like, he gets to the chorus and one of the, the famous lyrics on the chorus is like, when I'm fucked up, that's the real me. And I'm like, how are they going to do that? <laughs> like, What did he, he sing? I, I, he didn't sing fucked up. I like, I think it was either messed up or something. That, that, that actually segues into my next loser. Uh, the loser <laughs> of the night was uh, the mixing. Uh, because there are points where I'm just like, I, I can't hear the weekend. What, what is going on? <laughs> I couldn't hear him either. Okay, good. I'm glad I wasn't alone. I literally was like, huh? What? What do you say? <laughs> All right, yeah, because there were like there were points where like I could hear his voice and I'm like, oh, the weekend sounds pretty good right now. And then there were points where I'm just like, is he singing? Is this uh my girlfriend turns to me and she's just like, is this a backing track? I don't know if I can hear him. What's going on? So I wasn't the only one. No, and and not only and another note on production is I I couldn't tell like when you watch the Super Bowl performances in the in the past, you get the real feeling that this is a live performance you know, that Janet Jackson boob pop out, anything could happen thing. But there were times when I was watching The Weeknd and I was like, is this his third take? Like, I couldn't, it just, I couldn't tell. I was like, did they edit the vocals so that like, because sometimes it seemed really auto-tuned and then sometimes I'd be like, ooh, he's a really good live singer. And then other times I was like, what's going on? So one thing I wanted to talk about is how do we feel about the performance in terms of, like you said, generally, you know, you get a, a you're, you want like the Janet Jackson moment or the MIA moment. Oh my gosh, who's going to say something? Who's going to trip up? Like, like Katy Perry with the sharks, like what's going to happen? You right. know? We and need I a memeable moment. Yes. And this performance felt a little bit more calculated and because there was no guess and there wasn't, 
this is one of my other losers. Loser, no like choreography, really. Like no <laughs> dancing choreography. There was like literally no no no. Not only was there not dancing, uh the when they go into the fun house for Can't Feel My Face, when the chorus hits, the only thing that happens is they all just start running around. And yeah, then, like, it was just start... and then at the very end, they're all just like it's just a bunch of guys in the weekend just running around like shoving each other. They're not even dancing at the end, they're just running circles around the weekend. I and mean, I was just like I, what is this? You're right. It's like it's a choreography. Sometimes they would like there were there are these choirs. Uh, there are these choir singers in this sort of like bleacher background thing that would like move their hands. But other than that, there the loser was definitely the choreography or lack thereof. Yeah. When this is just me because performing live and performing in like a stadium like that already is I'm already expecting like the vocals and stuff to be hard, mixing to be trash, just because it's very hard to perform outside. And generally how you compensate with that is with like the dancing and the spectacle, like J-Lo, Shakira, doing the moves, blah, 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 blah. But the weekend, does, A, does not make that music. B, the weekend cannot dance. So I was like, the whole time I was like, hmm, I could have I used a little bit more choreography, man. They had the whole field. We could have had some dancers or whatever. And then what, here's one of my losers, the masks. I think I like vaguely saw on Twitter. He was like, it's plastic surgery because there's surgery masks because of like society and like the way we change our faces. Did I imagine reading that on Twitter? Like, is, was that a something that he had said in an interview about why he chose those? I have no idea, but it, it sounds something like Abel would say. That sounds like something the weekend <laughs> would say. And also this is as the resident weekend fan, the weekend has been running around in that same red suit with the bandages for an entire year. So by the time I saw it last night, I'm like, all right, we got to hang this what thing. What was up. that? Because he had the MJ shoes. He had the gloves. He had the, re- is it, is it like an ode to MJ? And also is the jacket big on per, it didn't fit. He wears that all the time. Yes. he He's worn a jacket or a jacket like that for a full year. If it's supposed to be MJ, like, I don't know. A, a lot of people have compared it to like, He's been trying to do this like fear and loathing in Las Vegas thing with the with the drugs and everything. And I'm like, all right, it was cool for the first like three months. But now like it's over a year removed. I'm like, we got to wardrobe. Would we call the wardrobe a loser? Maybe it was a little lack. Yes, I would call the wardrobe. I I would call that a loser. I the gloves were weird. I had a lot of things to say about it. It just I wasn't blown away. You know what I really wanted? I wanted Daft Punk to be there. I'm just going to say that. Okay, so. This is this is my thing. He bold choice by the weekend winner, the weekend's ego for not uh, <laughs> for not for go, like I'm doing it solo. Loser though, come on, we need a guess. If Daft Punk would have come out, I would have freaked then, out. On the audio, I'm like, holy fuck! If Daft if Daft if Daft Punk if Daft Punk <laughs> just like me, and then I was like, no. Okay, never mind. I really thought that <laughs> funk was coming out because it was like, I feel it coming. There was like all this auto tune. And then like the bleachers came apart. Like someone was going to come uh, out and then we got nothing. I, I was, I, Daft Punk would have been so cool. It was like, also like, I feel like it was a little bit of a fake out because like you said, when like the bleachers kind of like, it's like a parting the Red Sea moment. I'm like, no, this is like a Daft Punk thing. Like they're, the little robot heads are going to be in that little thing, like dancing. And I'm like, Honestly, you didn't even need to invite Daft Punk. You could have just given like two randos the mask. Like, and I would have been fine. I'd be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. They would have found like some guy working at the stadium, like, just put this on. So winners, though, I want to be positive. Winners, uh, the blogosphere. 
because uh, a lot of people, the, the sentiment on Twitter, at least, was that if you've been in, in, if you've loved music for the last decade or so, you've seen The weekend go from, like, Blogspot era. Like, posting, like, like Drake posting his music on Blogspot to the Super Bowl. And it's, it's something that I personally was like, if you would have asked me back then when he dropped House of Balloons a decade ago, oh, is the weekend going to play the Super Bowl? I'm like, there's no, there's, there's no way. He sings about like, like Coke and like not being able to have sex, but being addicted to it and all this other stuff. There's no way. And by some, like by, by some weird way, this guy did it. So kudos to her. Kudos to him. That's a winner. Another winner. Uh, we were talking about this before. So, Everybody was asking, is he going to play something off House of Balloons? That's his first mixtape. Arguably, in my opinion, his Wait, best when you mixtape. said everyone was talking about it, was it really, was it just you guys hoping or was there like rumors going All around? Right, when that I he say was gonna... everyone, I actually mean specifically dumb music Twitter and dumb <laughs> okay. music journalism Twitter who still remembers House of Balloons, who still, okay. who still remembers The Weeknd before uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So okay. like, it was just like, he's going to do it. And I, like, I'm like, there's no way he's going to do it. And he kind of did because one of the most famous songs off House of Balloons is called House of Balloons, and it samples Susie and the Banshee's Happy House. Uh, it's called on the mixtape House of Balloons Glass Table Girls. Jeez. When, when, when uh, the sample starts playing, I'm just like, O-M-G. <laughs> He's going to do it. For, for those at home who don't know what I'm talking about, it's when they're all on the field. All the bandage guys are like on the field, like doing the little dancing around yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's finally doing it. And then he just didn't. He just played the instrumental. <laughs> he just but gave I'm, you a little taste. Just like it was a tease. Like the weekend is a tease, but it's a winner for Susie and the Banshees. I hope they got a big ass check for Ching. that drop. Um, so honestly, just wrapping up, uh, I actually, now that we're talking about it, I don't think the weekend did a bad job. I think he did an admirable job. But how do you think this stacked up to other? Super Bowl performances you remember the iconic ones what I what I think the thing that I I think this just is like an apples and oranges thing I don't think it's fair to compare it to a live production thing I just I feel like we were the production level was so high and did not feel live at all but I sort of felt like we deserved it just to be like, ooh, ah, ooh, God. <laughs> like, I just I wanted to be fed like a baby I wanted to be a baby and I wanted them to like spoon feed the entertainment to me i wanted the weekend to do that and he did that and and he and he made me be like and every and he did like a nice medley i didn't get distracted i didn't get bored or anything and i'd be like "Ooh, that's a nice song Ooh, is that the weekend Ooh, i like that one so i think he did a good job it was a, it was just like a piece of content for me i didn't it just i don't know but please also keep in mind i was high out of my mind so <laughs> i and also in fairness to the weekend i think we haven't touched on this yet but I truly don't know what it is like to to produce a Super Bowl halftime show during COVID. Because, like, to be fair, a lot of the the way the stage was designed and the distance that some of the uh, band had from each other and, like, the dancers were, like, technically really wearing masks. Like, they're, all of their mouths were covered. It was, like, it was little things where I'm, like, I don't know if that was because of COVID, but I could expect that there were, like, challenges that they're, like, how do we make a spectacle when they're like we're in the middle of a raging pandemic? Right. And so I think they did, yeah, they did a good job. So and also the the 
NFL and I think the Super Bowl halftime show is in this weird place where it's like they're obviously trying to get younger. Um, and I think comparing the weekend's performance to like, I don't know, like a Beyonce or a Prince is like unfair. It's yeah. just different, you know, like he didn't like he did what he needed to do. I am sure a lot of people were like, you, Grace, they were just like, oh, my gosh, I, I know Can't Feel My Face. I remember this song. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yes. And that's all you really need. It's just like, oh, just give me something like cool to look at in between halves. You know? Yeah, I, I, I do understand that there can be an art. There probably is an art to that Super Bowl halftime show, but I, I wasn't expecting it from this. And so the, the, the lesson here is to always keep your hopes really low for everything. Wow, what a what a sorry, it's what nine a.m. I'm getting sad. what a great way to end the show. Always keep your expectations low, kids. And with that, yo, thanks for listening to TV Concierge. You can find me and Grace discussing everything happening in the world of music on the Ringer Music Show every single Tuesday. And you can find more TV Concierge later this week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.